When was the last time I took a road trip? How many national parks could I hit in two weeks? What about hotels? Wait, hey, Erica, how much am I spending on travel? When your questions about life turn into questions about money, there's Erica, the virtual financial assistant to help you spend, save, and plan smarter. Only from Bank of America. What would you like the power to do? Erica is only available in the English language. You must download the latest version of the mobile banking app, only available on select mobile devices. Your chat may be recorded and monitored for quality assurance. Message and data rates and additional terms may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey, everybody. Just wanted to give you a quick heads up here. There's something we should all be doing. It's going to improve your life, make every day a little bit better. And that is eat more Reese's peanut butter cups. Yes, think about it. All the gurus, all the coaches out there, they've never said the words, eat more Reese's. I mean, that combination of sweet chocolate and salty peanut butter. I mean, this is something that brings other people and ourselves joy. That's why there's two in a pack. Shop Reese's peanut butter cups now at a store near you, found wherever candy is sold and often in my pantry because I love these. How is your sock drawer looking? I know when I open up mine, it is a sad scene. There's lone socks, holy socks. Well, guess what? It's spring cleaning, which means Bomba's Spring Collection is here, and they have new garden party socks that bring the party to your feet. They've got stripes and florals, all new, vintage colored rib socks. I love them. They are the best sock your feet have ever been in. Get comfy this spring and give back with Bomba's. Head on over to bombas.com slash bonkers and use the code bonkers for 20% off your first purchase. That's B-O- bombas.com slash bonkers. Use the code bonkers at checkout. The perfect car for a family of eight. Does your clone have a soul? And let's get into dualism. All this and more on today's How Did This Get Made mini episode. Hit the theme. <laughs> mini episode is that mini episode. Let's go deep. How was it made? Yo, mini episode. It's that mini episode. We tell you all there is to know. Mini episode. It's that mini episode. All shit in the house, homie. Let's go. Hello, people of Earth, and welcome to a How Did This Get Made mini episode. I am your host, Paul Shear, aka Tall John, aka Clone Paul Shear. And you know what? It's with bitter sadness and Tremendous regret that I say adieu to Clone Girl Summer because this is the last time we will be talking about clones for a long time. So pack up your laboratory, put your clone in the car, and wave goodbye to this beautiful, beautiful vacation that we have had all together all summer long as we've watched many an actor attempt to play multiple roles in a film and each one more fascinating than the next. We're going to be talking a little bit about the island, but after that, we're going back to movies that are just plain weird without the main character being doubled. That's right. We're going to go back to just normal shit. And when I say normal shit, I'm talking about uh, vehicles that can talk or have a life of their own. That's just a kind of a clue about what we're going to be talking about next week. Um, if you want to live Clone Girl Summer all year long, you can. Just go to tpublic.com slash stores slash HDTGM. You can get yourself a Clone Girl Summer shirt. You can also get from last week's episode <laughs> a Ratcheted Out shirt. And yes, I know our Ratcheted Out shirt has a picture of a wrench on it, but it looked better than a ratchet and no one really caught it until it was way too late. So, why not have a ratcheted out shirt 
with a wrench. And if you Google ratchet enough, you'll find things that look like a wrench. So I'm standing by it, goddammit. Um, people, I'm so excited to be here with you. Uh, we have a lot to talk about, especially in regards to last week's episode, which of course was the island. A big thank you to Kiwi Herman for that amazing theme song. Uh, there is a lot on the table, but if you have... Uh, Tune into this show. You know that June Diane Raphael, my wife, my wife, uh, that is uh, Borat. Um, I don't like to pull out all my impressions all the time, but occasionally I will. Hey, why don't you do another Borat impression? That's Jack Nicholson, of course. Uh, and uh, to Jack, I would say, eh, I'll be back with more impressions. And this is what I'm talking about. This is... I know that you think, oh my God, Paul, you got all these amazing guest stars to be in a mini episode. No, that's all me. These are all my amazing impressions. Um, okay, people, <laughs> I should just edit that out. No, I'm not going to. I'm not going to because I trust you. I'm here with you. And you know what? We're embarking on this journey together. So I appreciate y'all being here. But if you know uh, June, you know that she has an amazing club called the Jane Club. And the Jane Club is a workspace that um, is good for your mind, body, and soul. I know that that's not really their slogan, but I'm going to make it their slogan. And they're offering some amazing deals right now to How Did This Get Made listeners. Um, you can sign up for their work sprints. These are amazing opportunities to get shit done. Two hours, hold yourself accountable, work with other people. Uh, I've talked to so many people who actually love doing this. I love doing it. Uh, but head on over to The Jane Club to check out their offers right now. I believe it's $20 per work sprint. I think that that's pretty much the right thing. Um, I'm going to go on the line and say that I'm 100% right and I'm not going to do any damn research about it. That's how confident I am. Uh, also, want to let you know, if you've not tuned in to Twitch and checked out what Rob Hubel and I are doing, well, maybe you should check it out on 9999, September 9th, we are doing a big fundraiser from Miles for Migrants. Miles for Migrants is an amazing organization where you can donate your uh, frequent flyer miles to bring home someone who needs to be brought to this country for asylum for a reason that is uh, a little bit bigger than any reason that we would have to maybe upgrade a seat. Uh, miles for Migrants is an amazing organization. And uh, joining us next uh Thursday, or whenever you're listening to this, 9 9. You're going to have Ron Funches, you're going to have John Glazer, and you're going to have some other special guests. So, we're going to be raising some money from Miles for Migrants uh, on Twitch. And what's Twitch? It's easy. It's just like YouTube. Just go to twitch.tv slash friendzone and you can watch. It's done. Simple, easy, easy, easy peasy. All right. Uh, yes, I said easy peasy. Yes, I did a Jack Nicholson impression. People, this is what is happening. Um, all right. Enough of my yapping. Let's hear from you because I know that you have problems. And this week, you have called me with some really good ones. Let's go to the Paul Helpline. Paul's helpline, he'll take you far. But he's not giving you a goddamn call. Because Paul's not Oprah. Thank you, Tom McWaters. Uh, look, I'm not a doctor. I'm trying my best here. Okay, and uh, I really want to help people with their problems. And the first one up is Michael in Malaysia. Hey, Paul, it's Michael calling from Kuala Lumpur, Malaysia. Um, first, just want to say thanks to you 
Devin, Cody, June, Jason, Avril, uh, April, everybody on the team, you guys are awesome and uh, have given me a lot of laughs over the years, so I appreciate it. Uh, I have a request and a question, if you don't mind. Uh, first, the request. Uh, I could use one of those uh, famous Tall John pep talks. Uh, my family and I have been living in Malaysia for a bit over seven years now, and we're preparing to move back to California. I've never lived in L.A. That's where we're going to be, but uh, I'm a little nervous. We have young kids and just... Uh, I don't know, the reverse culture shock of it. So I could use some of uh, that uh, magic if you could give me some to get me pumped up. I know there's plenty to like. We love Disneyland. There's all that stuff. And the reason we're moving home is our parents are getting old and not doing too well during the pandemic. So uh, we want to be closer to them. We haven't been home in a few years. So uh, looking forward to it, but a little nervous. Um, and then my question is, I don't, uh, I don't know if I mentioned, but I have six young daughters and I'm going to need an eight passenger vehicle I know you're a big fan of the Pacifica uh, we've been Honda people um, so do you want to try to convince me to go with the Pacifica over the Odyssey um, does the Pacifica even come with an eight passenger version um, I don't know you, you sell it to me if, if you think it's worth it um, but uh, that's all I got thanks again and uh Hopefully I can catch a live show. I got that to look forward to at least. Okay. Cheers. Thanks. First of all, Michael, you are awesome. Um, I love it. And congratulations. You're moving to LA and I hear what you're saying. I hear what you're saying about culture shock and God damn it. I would be, uh, freaked out too. You have eight kids or you have, no, you have six kids. Um, you're bringing a, a virtual you know, a Brady Bunch over here, which is a great place to be because the Brady Bunch actually took place in California. So things are working out. Um, here's what I'll say. Kids are incredibly resilient. Um, California is an interesting place. I don't know where you're moving exactly in California, uh, even in LA, but you will find your people, you will find your spot, uh, and your kids will find their people and they will find their spot. Um, all I will say is this. LA has a tendency to be a lonely city. So you do need friends. So I, what I would recommend as a parent is to make sure your kids push through that awkwardness of not wanting to go and do things and meet people and get involved early so they can kind of form this peer group. But there is so much great stuff out here. Forget it. Like, forget about restaurants. Everybody loves a restaurant, but you got six kids. You're not going out to eat all the time. Let me tell you what I love about LA. It's something that I love to say I love about LA, but I don't often take advantage of. But sometimes I do. And when I do, I go, why am I not doing this all the time? You can drive to the mountains. You can drive to the beach. You can go for a very long drive and, and, and go to amazing places. Uh, you can go for, uh, well, I mean, I guess that's true everywhere. You could take a long drive and end up in a different spot. But I mean, you are close to fun things like Las Vegas and Seattle and Oregon and depending where you are in California, San Francisco or San Diego, or you could even go down to Tijuana. There's so many options here uh, just for a change of pace and scenery and 
to answer your second question, if you are having a change of pace and a change of scenery, uh, you got to go in the Chrysler Pacifica. This is how I know that you have to be in the Chrysler Pacifica because when I Googled eight passenger minivan, the first thing that came up was the Pacifica. I don't know if the Odyssey has uh, USB ports. I don't know that the Odyssey has uh, a chance for one person to be watching a Blu-ray and the other person to be watching live streaming entertainment. Yes. Let me talk about plugs. They have more plugs than you need. Let me talk about cup holders. They got them. Let me talk about a vacuum in the car. It's there. Let me talk about comfort. You can recline those back seats. So when you're put in the way, way back, it's actually pretty damn comfortable. I love the Pacifica. The only downside, and I'm going to be very honest with you, the only, only downside, I would say, is the sight lines are for shit. The sight lines suck ass. Um, but I'm also thinking you should get like a Sprinter van, like a Mercedes Sprinter van. And I know that you go, Mercedes, that's expensive. But hear me out. This thing, you could have like a full-on party in there. The other one that I would recommend, I know you're a Honda Odyssey person, Toyota Sienna. Toyota Sienna is equally good. But I got to say, if you want that little bit of luxury and you got six kids, so treat yourself, get yourself that Pacifica. It is the best car on the market. It's comfortable. It's nice. People love it. People envy it. I'm stopped at my preschool. People want to look at it and I show it to them. I show it with them with pride. I love it so much. And I want you to know, Michael, you're going to be great. You and your wife are going to accomplish everything you need to do out here. You're going to have fun. You're going to take in drive-in movies. You are going to uh, go for trips. You are going to embrace California culture and the most important part of that is uh, making sure you get totally baked with your kids, right? Because that's California, baby. No, um, get out here, have a kombucha, uh, get a, a vegan donut and, and start to live again. Uh, here's the other thing. You're from Malaysia. I guarantee you, you're going to find actually a great Malaysian restaurant out here that's going to remind you of a uh, home. And I think that that actually... And maybe it's a positive, right? Because not everywhere you go, you can have food from where you've just come from. So I believe that you can come here and have uh, good Malaysian food. That's what I'm saying. I hope it works out for you, Michael. Let me know when you're here. We will hear about it. And I'm going to give you and your whole family, if they want, a free ticket to a show. That's I'm giving it to you right now because you're making this move. And you can bring the whole family, but you can also have a date night and not bring them at all. Um, I don't want them to come if they don't want to come. Don't drag them if they don't want to come. Okay, next call, uh, Jordan in Denver. What do we got, Jordan? Hey, Paul, this is Jordan from Denver. My girlfriend, her best friend, recently told her that he loves her and wants to marry her. I, of course, have a huge issue with this, um, and she is saying that uh, I don't fully understand their relationship and that he's working through things. Can you give me some advice on how to not feel crazy when there's some other guy telling my girlfriend that he loves and wants to marry her? I'd really appreciate it. Thanks. Okay. Whoa, 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 whoa. I'm so happy here because uh, Cody and Molly weighed in on this as well. Um, 
here's, I'm not going to read their advice yet because I'm going to say what my advice is and then I want to hear what their advice is. My advice is this. I have to really actually play this one twice because I wanted to wrap my head around it. If your girlfriend is telling you this, I think you're in a good spot because she's letting you in on something that is, yeah, it's problematic. It's weird, but she's letting you in. She's not hiding this from you. You didn't find out about this because you saw an email or a text. She told you. So that's a tremendous amount of trust and every relationship is built on trust. And so I think you have to let her play this out. Um, you know, people have emotional friends. People have, I, I actually, it's weird that I say this, but I, I understand where she's coming from. I understand that she might be saying to you like, look, he is fixating on me because we have a good friendship and he just wants to marry me because it would be easier because he doesn't have to actually go out and, and, and be himself to someone else. Like it's like, I'd rather stay at home than get my own apartment. That kind of mentality, right? Uh, not that your wife is an apartment, but, um, or home. Um, but you know what I'm saying? I, I feel like there is something here. It rings true. It doesn't feel false. So let me let me read what Cody and Armali wrote because I don't know who wrote this, but um, I'm going to imagine that they both collaborated. And they go, my thoughts, trust your girlfriend. Hey, we agree. And have confidence in their relationship. Okay, we agree again. But also, she needs to understand that it's okay for you to feel uncomfortable and they need to keep up some boundaries. Now, that is something I didn't think about. And I love this idea. I'm, I'm going to say... I don't even know who that is because both Cody and Molly are A plus, A plus people in my book. And this is great advice, but I think you're right. This is an important part. As somebody who, um, look, I don't treat myself well. I don't. So I don't think about myself always. Uh, So I think this is a great idea that you have to also say, yeah, respect me in this, respect me in this. And so I think it's actually really a smart move to say like, yeah, I, I believe you, I support you, I'm here for you, but also just be on my side. This is weird. It is weird. But, you know, maybe this is a Denver thing. I don't know. All right, everybody, thank you for your calls. And remember, you can ask us anything at any time at 619-P-A-U-L-A-S-K. And starting next week, we're going to get into the Paul helplines on the Discord. Uh, if you've not joined our Discord, get in on that. It's so much fun. Discord.gg slash HDTGM. But also, get into my Discord. Uh, my Discord is... Uh, is awesome. I love it so much. So it's uh, discord.gg slash Paul Shear. Uh, get in there. We have game nights. We have fun things. We have movie watch alongs. Um, a lot of conversation about Black Monday. A lot of conversation about uh, a lot of a lot of weird stuff. I mean, we have a hot TV section that uh, is always going off every week, especially after a new Marvel episode drops. Um, and thank you to everybody creating these amazing theme songs um, because... Without these theme songs, without these uh, people calling in, we don't have a show. And if you want to create a theme song for us, you could do it. Go to HowDidThisGetMadeAtEarWolf.com. 30 seconds or less. That's the perfect sweet spot. And uh, we'll be right back after this commercial break. Today's podcast is brought to you by Squarespace. I love Squarespace. I'm in the middle of trying to balance my business life and my real life. This work-life balance, it's tough, but Squarespace has been helping me by giving me the tools to reach my goals and have time to celebrate. That's right. Squarespace is the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online with the guided design system of Squarespace Blueprint. You can select from curated layouts to styling options, optimized for every device. Get your website discovered fast with integrated, optimized SEO tools 
Plus, make checkout easy for customers with easy-to-use payment tools. You can accept credit cards, PayPal, Apple Pay, plus... With Squarespace AI, you can explain what your site is about, you choose your tone, and enter what you need to get auto-generated perfect text. Anyway, I love Squarespace. I've been building sites with them from the beginning, and when I launched my book, I said I'm doing it all myself on Squarespace, and I'm very pleased with it. Head to squarespace.com for a free trial, and when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com slash bonkers to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Today's episode is brought to you by Captain Crunch. Who said the kids get to have all the breakfast fun time? Break away from the ordinary with Captain Crunch and bring back the spirit of adventure to your mornings. Everyday life can be stressful, but a tasty bowl of Captain Crunch is an escape from morning monotony. Enjoy the bold flavors like original Captain Crunch, Crunch Berries, Oops All Berries, and Peanut Butter. Plus, the crunch you love is now available in cinnamon, and it is delicious even in a sea of milk. The crunch of Captain Crunch is epic. Yes, my family is all in on the cinnamon Captain Crunch. I didn't think you could make it better, but they did. I love my Captain Crunch, and now I love sharing it with my kids. Join the crew for your next breakfast time crunch venture. Get Captain Crunch's new cinnamon crunch now at a retailer near you and learn more at captaincrunch.com. I recently went to the Telluride Comedy Festival and I was sick and tired of staying in the same kind of cookie cutter places. And I went on Airbnb and I found a perfect spot for me and the family. We had an amazing time because we felt like home. Then I realized, wait a second, what if I could give that feeling to someone else? Yes! That's the best part. When you're away, your home could be an Airbnb. That's right. Many people host on Airbnb, but there are people who have never thought about it or didn't even realize that their space could be an Airbnb. Hosting can easily fit into your lifestyle and you can make someone feel great and make a little bit of money too because we all need a little bit of money and maybe your talent or your gift to the world is having a killer place. So if you have a home, but aren't always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. All right, it is now time for Corrections and Omissions, and it's brought to you by our friends at Blue Moon. Now, we all get stuck in boring routines, the same movies over and over, and every week on How Did This Get Made?, we are here to help you break out of those boring movie routines. What? Who cares what's good? Who cares what's going to win in awards? We want you to watch a movie that's going to blow your mind, whether it's an alien, uh, a sentient dirt bike, uh, an island full of clones, or maybe a, a movie called The Island that has no island in it. It's a break from things that make sense. And that is why How Did This Get Made is a Blue Moon podcast, because it's a bright, refreshing change in your week, just like a bright and refreshing blue moon can help you shake out of your routine the same way that we do. And you know that we only recommend the best, which you know blue moon is. Um, I recently had a small party, a very COVID safe, small dance party and engagement party for um, our dear friends, um, Matthew and Michael. I called them Matthew. I mean, Matt and Michael. I wanted to be more formal, but we did a very COVID friendly. Everyone had to test. Everyone had to make sure that they were in a certain window so we could actually have a dance party and dance and no one got sick and, and there was no super spreader event. And 
we served Blue Moon because the beautiful, lovely people at Blue Moon allowed me to have some of this. And I brought it out and it was a beautiful night for Blue Moon. We had a great time. People were dancing. It was truly a once in a Blue Moon moment. And this week, I invite you to sit back, relax, and crack open a Blue Moon and enjoy this week's corrections and omissions as we call through the dozens of voicemails and hundreds of posts on how did this get made's Discord to find the best observations, theories, fact checks, and useless research. And I present them all to you here. So buckle up and enjoy the ride. Hit the theme, Todd Fronauer. It's corrections and omissions. Tell us what we All right. Thank you, Todd. Let's go to the Discord. Dr. Guts writes this. Omission. The island had a $126 million budget. Opening weekend was 12.5. Four million total domestic gross was thirty five point eight million total worldwide gross was a hundred and sixty two million. So, Doctor Guts, what you are saying is it's a success. Well, Doctor Guts continues and says, "Believe it or not, how did this get made?" Has only done one other movie from the year two thousand and five, which was Stealth. Two movies came out within a week of each other. One came out July twenty second, and the other one came out on July twenty ninth. And the island narrowly. Beat stealth at the domestic box office at uh, wow, 35.8 million to 32.1 million. And both of these movies feel the same. Like if you say stealth with Jamie Foxx and The Island with Ewan McGregor, they feel like the same movie. I know they're not at all, but the like the posters, the look, we didn't want it. We didn't want it. It's right in the middle of July and we didn't want it. Amazing. Uh, thank you for finding out that uh, weird coincidence. Like what a weird dead zone we found of these two giant summer flops. Um, speaking of summer flops, summer blockbusters, I want to talk about that for a second. Unspooled is wrapping up its blockbuster summer series. If you love big summer blockbusters like Men in Black, Jurassic Park, uh, Bridesmaids, Hangover, Inception, Mad Max, we're doing them all on the podcast on Unspooled. It is a fun way to jump into Unspooled if you've never jumped into it before because we know these movies, we love these movies, and we've gotten into these movies. And let me tell you right now, I did not like Speed, and people are giving me a lot of shit about it, but I love The Fugitive. So take a listen. The Fugitive, it's worth checking out again. Uh, Jambalaya says, correction, when Paul mentioned the jet motorcycles, Jason joked that Ewan McGregor is in another pod race. Ewan McGregor, Obi-Wan Kenobi, isn't actually in the pod race scene in The Phantom Menace. Obi-Wan stayed with the ship on the outskirts of Tatooine, while Qui-Gon, Jar Jar Binks, R2-D2, and Padme headed into the city to search for a part to repair the damaged ship. Jambalaya, you are so right. I don't know how I missed it because I've watched The Phantom Menace way too many times because my kids... Oh, man, they're tasted. It's not that great. Um, Adam C. Driggers writes, Nobody talked about the huge amount of people involved in this conspiracy to hide uh, from the public that the clones are conscious. Literally dozens of medical staff and other employees are shown Steve Buscemi, the lunch lady with bacon, and apparently everyone else are okay with murdering clones that have thoughts and feelings. From what is shown of Steve Buscemi's life, they spend their free time outside the facility so it's just a normal job for where they clock in and clock out to help run this evil clone farm. Besides Sean Bean, why do any of them feel motivated to participate in this? Is the pay that good? I'm imagining if you work for an evil clone organization, the pay is really good. It also seems like it's in a weird part of uh, the U.S. So it feels like, you know, what? like, yeah, they may go around and talk about it in that local bar, but it's not like they're walking into uh, Manhattan and it can kind of spread. I feel like it probably like everyone in that town knows, oh yeah, we kill clones here. You know, I feel like it's like, it's a kind of an unspoken 
spoken rule of this small town. Uh, Montel Moondog, great name, writes, uh, if people are interested in the themes of clone humanity and clone rights, I can't recommend enough the 2010 film Never Let Me Go, adapted from the book uh, by Kazu Isagaru uh, by none other than Alex Garland of Ex Machina and Annihilation fame. I've heard about this. The movie is a somber and subtle tragedy about clones who are organ farms, which, uh, as opposed to the American-style action escape narrative of the island, is more of a British meditation on the inevitability of class and dehumanization of the exploited. Oh, all right. Well, I'm going to check that out. And you know what? As a matter of fact, um, we're actually going to have a call about that Say it's my premonition. I know we're going to. So stick with that. And uh, let's first jump to Sean's phone call. Sean in Portland. Hey, guys. Was just listening to the podcast about the island and about the trope of the person hanging over the cliff. Um, the oldest story in the world, the Epic of Gilgamesh. Uh, Enkidu knocks the main character Gilgamesh over a wall and then grabs him and pulls him to safety. So... Um, it is the oldest trope in human literature. Love the show. Sean Nolan, Portland, Oregon. Wow. Gilgamesh started it all. All right. And, uh, you know, also, Gilgamesh was famously on the search for eternal life. So he would be uh, a pro clone girl summer. So Gilgamesh having more... Uh, <laughs> More connections to Clone Girl Summer than we originally thought. Gilgamesh started the hanging from the building. Now you have a fact to bring up at a dinner party if we ever have a dinner party again. But if you eat outdoors, you could probably bring it up. Randy from Chicago. Uh, this is the take on clones that I thought was actually very interesting. Hey, Paul. This is Randy from Chicago. Long-time listener, first-time caller. <laughs> Maybe second-time caller. Um, I just wanted to comment um, on the subject of clones because I am an identical triplet. And... Um, for the course of my lifetime, there have been many, many jokes um, about only one of us having a soul, which would probably be me, and uh, the various ways that my brothers are kind of uh, shadows of the person that I am and theory, like theorizing about why my test scores are infinitely higher or why my moral fiber is infinitely ever present and theirs is infinitely ever absent. And even that, um, in ultrasounds, they only ever saw two of us. And then there's happened to be three on the day of the delivery. And, and even in the, the nuance of that and how strange that is, um, we had often called the third one the Prince of Darkness um, because he just seemed to spontaneously appear on the day of the birth. Um, but I thought that would add another dimension to the conversation in how human beings and through fertility treatments, which were not present in my family, and my family twins skip out a generation on both sides, um, but how human beings are already kind of cloning machines and how very often uh, multiples do have, and by that I mean twins and triplets, multiples do have these strange idiosyncrasies. Um, and how maybe if science really wants to create more legitimate clones, they should pay more attention to how the human body already does that. And that's all I got. Thanks, Paul. Love the show. Bye. So that's Randy. And I mean, twins are kind of like clones, I guess. I like this. Let's keep on digging deeper into what clones are with Ben, who's bringing us some, uh, some talk of dualism. Um, all right. So take a listen. Hey, Paul, it's uh, Ben from Cleveland. So I've really been enjoying Clone Girl Summer, and I just wanted to kind of talk a little bit about a theme I've kind of noticed about why a lot of these 
movies generally don't work. And it's actually a basic philosophical concept known as Cartesian dualism or just dualism. It's the idea that the the mind and the soul are a separate entity from the meat bag, the us, the uh the brain. And uh it's really clear when the writers are unfamiliar with this concept, like, you know, where you don't know if they're talking about experience or like uh or the programming or the heuristics that go into a computer program or whatever. And usually whenever uh, a writer understands this concept, you get a really good tight thriller. Things like uh, movie Ex Machina comes to mind uh, just briefly. But whenever it's not there, so like especially through like the island and, uh, and surrogates, it's not really clear that they understand the idea of dualism or they don't differentiate those two things. It's just like this weird mishmash. And that's why a lot of these movies just generally don't work. And it's also really evident um, when it does work. So shows like uh, Westworld also tend to handle this really well, where they really deal with, like, experience versus programming and that kind of stuff. So, anyway, I hope that clarifies a few things. Um, it's something I was thinking about. Uh, have a great rest of your week. All right, that's actually very interesting. I do think that Ben might have misspoke because um, I think he meant the mind or the soul in this case is separate from the body. And the mind can influence the body, but the body cannot influence the mind. So whatever the body, the mind, or the soul is in will have a distinct personality slash soul. Uh, This is actually a very big conversation that you brought up here and, and much to, uh, Molly, uh, you know, Molly or Cody. Again, I don't know who's leaving these notes. Thank you for putting these notes in here. They, they, let's, let's keep it going. Let's figure it out. Let's, let's get into, uh, you know, soul dualism or ethical dualism, but you know, I don't know. We'll, we'll see. I, I think that that, that would be a great conversation for the discord. Um, all right. Instead of going back to the discord, we have an article from, uh, scientific America titled, would your clone have a soul? Okay. So this article states that a research poll was conducted where participants were asked if they thought their clone would have a mind. 67% said yes, and 21% said they were unsure, and 11% said no. In contrast, only 32% thought a human clone would have a soul, where 34% were unsure, and 33% were convinced it would be soulless. Furthermore, the more spiritual the participants uh, they considered the soul to be, the more they distinguished between the mind and the soul, and the less likely they were to support cloning humans. That's really interesting. I love this. I love that we went deep this week. Um, you know what? The winner this week is not just our people who called in and started talking about clones. I mean, because what a beautiful way to end this whole clone girl summer talking about like spirituality and who we are and what we believe in and, and what is ethically and morally right. I'm going to say what's ethically and morally right is to salute the amazing people, the team behind me, the reason why these mini episodes sound so good, come together so great. I'm going to give this week's winner to Cody and Molly and extra run to Devin in July. I mean, they, they also do a, a major part of this whole thing, but this week they're, they're bringing the heat in the notes. So Seth, Chatfield, give them their winner theme. Rose to the top to defeat all the others. You really honored your father and mother. You brought it all and you went all in. And guess what, buddy? You win nothing. 
All right. Thank you to everybody who wrote in and thank you to Blue Moon. Your crisp citrus taste with hints of coriander helped break us out of our regular beer routines. And you've also helped our listeners shake out of their routines and you've gave them something new and something refreshing to enjoy. Get Blue Moon or Blue Moon Light Sky delivered to your door by visiting getbluemoonbeer.com slash bonkers to see your delivery options. That's Blue Moon dot com slash bonkers celebrate responsibly blue moon brewing company golden colorado ale we'll be right back after this here's the thing people walmart plus is the membership that saves you time and money on the stuff you'd expect but also on the stuff you don't let me explain did you know with your walmart plus membership you can save money on gas yeah Save gas while you drive the kiddos to soccer practice, plus visit your in-laws, plus venture into the wilderness, plus wherever you want to go. Because Walmart Plus also saves you time and money with free delivery, perfect for ordering new remote batteries or coffee when somebody finishes it without telling you. And then, you know, eats all your snacks that you have stored in the back of that pantry for movie night. How dare they? Plus, you can actually even save on the actual movies with a Paramount Plus subscription. Stream Top Gun Maverick plus Mean Girls plus Jack Reacher plus so much more because savings is what this whole Walmart Plus membership is all about anyways. Members save on gas plus free delivery plus Paramount Plus plus so much more. Start a free 30-day trial at www.walmartplus.com. See Walmart Plus terms and conditions, $35 order minimum, Paramount Plus essential plan only, separate registration required. Here's something that we've known since the dawn of bread. Everything is better sliced. Let me explain. Slice a pineapple, you get a blast of fresh fruit. Slice some jeans, get some jorts. That's why the new Captain Morgan Sliced went all in on four bold, deliciously sliced cocktail-style flavors, including pineapple daiquiri, strawberry margarita, mango mai tai, and passion fruit hurricane. Try the new Captain Morgan Sliced because sliced is better. Visit CaptainMorgan.com to find sliced near you. Does not contain real fruit or juice. Captain Morgan Sliced premium flavored malt beverage with natural flavor and certified color. Captain Morgan and Co. Plainfield, Illinois. Please drink responsibly. 21 plus. When you're thinking of hiring for your small business, you want to find quality professionals that are right for the role. That's why you have to check out LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn Jobs has the tools to help you find the right professionals for your team faster and for free. LinkedIn isn't just a job board. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching. And you know what? Did you know that 70% of users don't even visit other leading job sites? If you're not looking on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place place. LinkedIn knows that small businesses might not have the time or resources, so they're constantly finding ways to make the process easier. 86% of small businesses get a qualified candidate in 24 hours, and they even just launched a feature that helps you write job descriptions, making the process even easier and quicker. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash valuable. That's linkedin.com slash valuable to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. People, um, for 16 years, I was a part of a, an improv group called Facebook at UCB. We started back in the day in New York City uh, with a show called a Respecto. Uh, that show had so many great people in it, like uh, Rob Riggle, Rob Hubel, Jack McBrayer, Jackie Clark, Daniel Schneider, Donna Furman. Um, and over the years, uh, that show has 
kept its central core. Um, I'm talking about Chad Carter and Seth Morris and uh, myself and Owen Burke. Um, and we've added to it. We have people like Phil Augusta Jackson and we have uh, people like Charlie Sanders all coming in to be a part of this group. And we've been performing for 16 years. The UCB has yet to open again uh, in LA and I don't know if it will. And I don't know if I'm breaking any news by saying that because I'm just... I don't have any news to break, but we have moved our show, um, this show that we've been doing for a very long time, to Largo. Our good friend Flanny at Largo has allowed us to move our show to there, and we are doing it September 23rd. Come see the brand new titled not new group, but newly titled group, Dinosaur. Uh, Dinosaur, every month we have amazing special guests and a lot of that core that I just mentioned. Uh, last month we had Carl Tart and Mary Holland. Um, and this month we will see who we will see. Uh, it's always a fun show. So come on down to Largo. Check it out. Keep your eyes peeled for another Crash Test with me and Rob Hubel. If you're in L.A. in September, towards the end, if theaters are still going, Come see us at Largo. You have to have a Vax card. You have to wear a mask. It's totally safe as much as it can be. And it is a lot of fun. Um, all right, people. You want to get to my picks of the week? Let's do it. This isn't about you and what you think you want to see. It's about Paul. All right. Thank you, Honest Jams. I'm going to talk about, uh, you know, I've talked about before and I will talk about it again. Um, I want to talk about some podcasts that you should be getting in your ears. And uh, number one, let's talk about our friend of the show. Uh, He's got a great new podcast coming out. Uh, It is called Storytime with Seth Rogen. Seth Rogen is doing... I think something that I I absolutely love in podcasting, which is something different than what we are hearing all the time. It's not uh, an interview show. This is a show that is a thorough exploration of an event, a cool story in someone's life. Um, It is like Seth is Ira Glass and the stories are equally fascinating but more fun and the guests are amazing you have people like quinta brunson on the show you have uh paul rudd pops in ava duvernier uh like david crosby i believe is on the show uh i hope i'm still in it i i I did an episode and it was super fun um anyway it's going to be great the trailer is up now take a listen to it and i don't even want to spoil the last part of the trailer, because if you hear the last part of the trailer, you know this is going to be a great uh, fucking podcast. I'm very, very excited for this. Uh, so make sure you uh, subscribe to Storytime with Seth Rogen. You're going to like it. It's a, a brand new podcast series. Now, here is the other thing I want to talk about. You know me. I like the NBA. I'm all in on the NBA. Uh, I can't get enough of it. Um, there is a podcast called The Whistleblower Podcast. It is all about the NBA betting scandal. I knew pieces of this story. I don't think you have to be an NBA fan to enjoy this, but it really is asking a big question. Is the NBA, or I should say, was the NBA, more like professional wrestling, or was it a true sports competition? That is the question at the core of this podcast. And it is fan 
fantastic. It is, it is amazing, and it really, I just think it it brings up a lot of issues, and there's a lot of great parallels to what we're going through uh, in our world uh, as far as like who is the authority and what rules they make and how they can control what we're able to do and not do. Um, the Whistleblower Podcast is absolutely great. Um, so check out that. Uh, and again, if you are a fan or if you're not a fan, uh, definitely, you know, check it out. Um, now, let's see. Is there anything else I want to talk to you all about? Uh, I told you that, uh, you know, a couple weeks ago, I talked about this Moonlighting book. And, and I got I got a lot of grief from people because I didn't say who wrote it. And the writer of the book is Scott Ryan. So Scott Ryan, get his book, Moonlighting and Oral History. Sometimes I do these things off the top of my head and uh, I forget. I forget. So I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Scott Ryan. And uh, for those of you who like playing video games, I got to tell you, I'm enjoying Mario Golf. Uh, Super Mario Golf on the Switch. A lot of fun. A lot of fun. All right. Those are my picks of the week. They're very, uh, they're all over the place. But we're going to be back with a core chat very soon. Jason and I were talking about that just uh, today. Um, But now that we've got Clone Girl Summer over, the island... uh, the big questions about cloning, I guess they're out of the way, or at least they're on the table. Let's talk about next week's movie. We are revving our engines. We're starting the school year with a kid and his dirt bike because we are watching the dirt bike kid. Okay, here's a synopsis. A teenager, teenager, I mean, he's like 12. Uh, Peter Billingsley, you know, the kid from a Christmas story and his magical motorcycle stop a banker. Uh, well, I mean, this is so crazy. I don't even want to tell you. I don't even Yes, it's about stopping a banker. It's also about riding dirt bikes. It's a lot. The movie is so bad, it doesn't even have a rating on Rotten Tomatoes. Uh, the audience gives it a 53%, not bad. And TV Guide said uh, this movie's problem is it's just plain stupid. So let's listen to the trailer. Everybody's after him, but nobody's catching him. The Dirt Bike Kid. Get that kid! Arrest that punk! Nail this kid! How does he do that? That bike is special. Special? Well, provided it has the right rider. What's going on? I'm gonna get you, kid! And when the going gets tough, the pup go flying. Because wow. everybody's after the dirt bike kid. You can buy or rent the Dirt Bike Kid on Amazon Video. You can also just watch it for free on Pluto like I did, Pluto TV, but you had to watch commercials. June said that she enjoyed the commercials because it gave her a break from how hard it was to watch the movie. But uh, I, I would have liked to watch it just straight through. Anyway, uh, no movie bitches this weekend, but make sure you check out Avril and her whole movie bitches channel over on YouTube. And we will see you next week. Remember, rate and review the show. It really does help us. It really, really does help us. Rate and review the show. It helps us. And uh, make sure you visit us on all of our social media platforms. Uh, you know, that's how we do. All right. And if you like to hear the show commercial free, then sign up for the Stitcher Premium Archives of How Did This Get Made. You get a one month free trial by using the code BONKERS. A big thank you to Cody. A big thank you to Molly. A big thank you to Avril, Kyle, July, Engineer Devin, and everybody at Earwolf. And we will see you next time for The Dirt Bike Kid. Life is a highway, and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one crispy. so go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour. Look around. You can find cars like these on Auto Trader. 
New cars, used cars, electric cars, maybe even flying cars. Okay, no flying cars, but as soon as they get invented, they'll be on Auto Trader. Just you wait. Auto Trader.